guys, this is Melody Schumann, and you're listening to Melody Schumann Breaks It Down, and this is my ninth podcast recording. And today what I want to talk to you about is overly sensitive kids. Now, if you're a parent, teacher, or coach, um, and you work with overly sensitive children, you know that these are the toughest children sometimes to work with. You know, the children who, uh, they, they cry when they lose a game, like every single game. Or uh, children who um, cry because somebody else said something that, that hurt their feelings. Or if you're a parent, um, a child who cries every time one of the parents leaves for a business trip. Or the child that cries when they see a sad movie and uh, one of the characters in the movie dies, like in Lion King, when the when the parent when the mom passes away. Um, or the child who you know every time before they go to a friend's house for a sleepover, they have anxiety and they cry. Uh, these are the characteristics of overly sensitive children, and I know how frustrating it can be. As a matter of fact, uh, a quick story: uh, we had a parent, we had two parents. Um, from a karate student of ours a couple of years ago, and I'll say his, uh, I'm not going to say his real name, I'll just say his name is Johnny, and he was one of those overly sensitive students, and you know, every time he got hit the dodgeball and he was out, I pretty much knew that he was going to cry, and then I'd look over and I would see the waterworks, or every time he got up to test, um, I was always uh, the one who worked with him at testing, because I knew that if another instructor worked with him, and he made a small mistake, uh, he would start crying, and I knew how to work him through that. Or, um, and you, you know, even uh, at baseball games, uh, when they lost the game, he would cry. And mom and dad came to me uh, one day and said, listen, we're going to pull Johnny out of martial arts. We're also going to put him, pull him out of baseball because he's just, he, he cries all the time. Uh, you know, he's such a wimp, he's sissy. You know, the dad was giving him all these these labels and, you know, I don't blame them for being frustrated, but I told them, you know, if you'd be patient with me and, uh, and, and give me a week, I have a parenting seminar next week that I'd like for you to attend. And, uh, I, hopefully I'll put some things into your perspective. And, uh, here's, here's what I said. You know, I explained the characteristics of an oversensitive child, a child who cries when they lose a game, a tri- child who cries when their parent leaves for a long trip, or a child who cries in, during a sad movie or sees a sad commercial or cries before they go over to a friend's house. Um, and this is a child who's overly sensitive. And as parents, uh, you know, or teachers or coaches, we look at these children as wimps or sissies or babies, crybabies and, and things like that. And we label them with all these uh, negative, uh, ne- negative uh, titles. Uh, and I want to change your mindset right now because children who are overly sensitive, um, you know, if they cry when they see a sad movie, you know what that means? It means that they're empathetic. You know, they care. They have a warm heart. Um, if they cry when they lose a game, it's because, you know, they're caring. They, they want to win. They're a pleaser. They want to make you proud as a parent. Um, they want to please themselves. Uh, if they cry when you go out of town or they cry when they have to leave uh, for a friend's house for a sleepover, that means that they're really loving to you. And think about these benefits. Empathetic. Pleaser, loving, caring. Don't we need more people like that in this world? Because think about it. Down the road, Johnny is going to be a philanthropist. He is so empathetic that he is going to do something uh, to help the world become a better place. And he's going to sacrifice his time to help other people because to him that's more valuable uh, than anything else in the world. Or he may be a teacher because he loves and he cares so much about other people and other people's feelings and he wants to help them become better versions of themselves. Uh, I can tell you for sure Johnny is going to be a loving spouse because he's so empathetic and so loving and caring. And for sure he's going to be an extremely loving parent. Uh, Is this true or false? Well, it really depends on how his role models and his parents help guide him through the world. So mom and dad have 
you, if you pull Johnny out of martial arts and you pull Johnny out of baseball and every time he cries when he loses a game, you yell at him and you tell him that he needs to suck it up and toughen it up. Or every time he watches a sad movie, you say, listen, I'm not going to let you watch these kind of movies anymore if you keep crying. You may uh, be, you're going to be retroactive for him. He may shell up and lose that empathy and lose that love and that passion and be embarrassed to show those feelings. So he may shell up. Or worse yet, he may go in the opposite direction and become a real bonehead and become real mean uh, and angry uh, instead of sensitive. And uh, that's not going to lead to him being a philanthropist or teacher down the road. Uh, now, however, if we nurture his core nature and we look at these symptoms of, of crying and, and being sad as benefits of because he's empathetic and loving and caring, then for sure. He will be a philanthropist, a teacher, a loving spouse, uh, a loving parent. So we got to keep that in mind uh, that these characteristics that we see that we're afraid of are actually good qualities if we nurture them in the right way that are going to help him become or her become an amazing person down the road as an adult. So there's three tips that I have for you uh, to, to help um, when working with overly sensitive children, whether you're a parent, a teacher, or a coach. There's three steps. Uh, first step is recognize their feeling. Don't try and control the feeling. Step number two is arm them with facts about their feelings. And then step three is help them problem solve through these feelings. So let me give you an example if you're a teacher or a coach or you're a martial arts instructor because a lot of my listeners right now fall into one of those categories. Let's say that you're playing a game of dodgeball and Johnny gets out and just waterworks. He starts crying. And instead of telling him, Johnny, you know what, we're never going to play this game again if you keep crying, something like that, go over to him. And remember that he's overly sensitive, so you have to kind of mirror his personality and recognize his feelings. Be empathetic. Say, see, Johnny, I see that you're really sad right now because you got out of dodgeball. And I don't blame you because I get sad when I get out of dodgeball as well. Then, of course, number two, arm him with facts. But remember that we are going to play dodgeball again. If not today, we're going to play dodgeball again down the road. And remember that playing dodgeball is not about uh, win or lose. Look at how much fun you have when you play. That's what dodgeball is all about. It's having a great time with all of your friends uh, uh, here at this at this school. And then help them problem solve through those feelings. So say, Johnny, you know, instead of crying when you get out, what are some things that we can do instead to help you cope with those feelings? Uh, how about if you close your eyes, take a deep breath and count to 10? Would that help you feel better? And just, you know, help them problem solve through those feelings. That's how you're going to get much better results versus a yelling at them or even ignoring, you know, right? We have those instructors who they see the kids, waterworks, start crying, they go sit on the wall and you just kind of don't want to make eye contact because, you know, you don't want to address it. So you just ignore it. And that's kind of retroactive as well. Uh, let's talk about it, you know, as a parent. Let's say that you, uh, your, your, your spouse is going out of town for a couple of days on a business trip, right? So instead of you t- saying, Johnny, don't cry. Your dad's going to be back. You know that. I don't understand why you have to do this every single time he leaves. Retroactive, wrong mindset to have. A more positive and productive solution would be, Johnny, I know you're sad that dad's leaving to go out of town. And I don't blame you because I get sad when he goes out of town as well. That's number one, recognizing his feelings. Number two, arm him with facts. But I want you to know that, Johnny, that daddy loves his job so much. He goes out of town to take these seminars so that he can become better at his job. And that makes him really happy. And don't you want your dad to be happy? So now you're arming him with really good facts. And you remember that Johnny is overly sensitive and having him understand his father's feelings will help him cope with that a lot better. And then number three, help him problem solve. 
So, so tell Johnny something like, how about if we show Dad how much we love him while he's gone? What are things that we can do? Well, we can draw him a picture. We can do a video library for him. Uh, we can FaceTime with him while he's gone, uh, if, if that's possible. So help him problem solve through ways that he can manage these feelings versus trying to control those feelings. Uh, does that make sense? It, it's, it's again, it's in your mindset. It's how you look at overly sensitive children. To me, now with having this new mindset, because I didn't always have this mindset. Uh, now when I see children who cry or who get sad or show this kind of anxiety or parents who come to me and tell me that their kid uh, has these, these types of personalities, the, the first thing my heart does is my heart smiles because I know that they're empathetic, they're loving, they're caring. I know that if I can help, they're going to be a philanthropist down the road. They're going to be a teacher, a loving spouse, and a loving husband. And I get excited about that. And I embrace that because I can't wait to help nurture their core nature by using just those three simple tips that I provided here in this podcast, which again, one more time, is recognizing their feelings, arming them with facts, and helping them problem solve through those feelings. You see how much better that sounds and feels versus restricting them and yelling at them? You know, the goal here is to help children become the best version of themselves possible, not the best child possible, right? So nurture their core nature. That's what my mindset is all about. That's what these podcasts are all about. So thank you guys for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed that podcast, and I hope you get a lot out of it for working with children that are overly sensitive. You guys have a great day.